The Don't Judge Me podcast. You're here today with Sir Nigel, House of the Wave Files, from the Dark Gray Triad, always looking left because I'm not right. May the fourth be with you and also with you, my co host. Because <laughs> it's this weekend. How is it this weekend? Oh, oh you July. know what? Fourth of July. <laughs> I, got, I, I, <laughs> I merged two months. I was thinking fourth, uh, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I could say May the fourth be with you," but then I forgot that's actually May fourth. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, just ignore me and my silliness, and just know that uh, we have a firework here—a bombshell of must. <laughs> Better intro. Pew pew pew! It is I. <laughs> What's that? One more again? What was that? Pew pew pew! <laughs> okay. That that was me shooting off fireworks and my. That's fire- awesome. That's my firework voice. It's it's pretty lame, but that's the best I can do. Uh, but I do better. I do better uh, in the podcast co-host here on the Don't Judge Me podcast. You're listening to episode 138, where we fully understand it is absolutely your pleasure to join us in judgment. We'd like to understand a bit more from you all out there listening, especially you out there in Dublin, Ireland, who made episode 137 go nuts for whatever reason. I don't know what we did, but... Sir Nigel's Irish cousins decided they wanted to jump in. I am a McDowell. If you are part of the McDowell clan and want to shout out your boy, call and send us some message. Send us, send us some love. Yeah, send us some love through one of three ways. One way, leave us a voicemail at 410-834-1562. You can send an email as well to don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or hit your favorite cousin, Sir Nigel, on the WhatsApp at Don't Judge Me podcast. Now, one more bit, then we're gonna get the show rolling. That one more bit is, again, I'd like to thank you all in advance for joining us in judgment because we shall proceed to continue to judge in life. Another week, another episode, another time for you all to play along with us. I'm gonna provide some headlines and information Sir Nigel is going to either mark them as gentle judgment or ain't shit. You at home play along as well. Are you ready, Sir Nigel? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. Headline reads, man arrested at BWI trying to smuggle cocaine inside wheelchair cushions. Original. Uh, I'm going to do... I mean, y'all ain't shit because he thought that was a plan. Like he, this man bought a ticket, which is already expensive, stuffed the wheelchair and wheelchairs are expensive, stuffed it with cocaina. Cocaina. I'm assuming have someone sit on it. Mm -hmm, Old mm -hmm. dirty butt bitch. You know what I'm saying? Have somebody hope they don't fart on the product. Then you got a wheelchair. They ass through the, uh, the junk. I bet you they didn't actually even pick somebody who looked like they belong in a wheelchair. They probably picked somebody who, I mean, given you can't really, you know, stereotype too well, but like probably like somebody like was extra, fit, you know, like probably was wearing some shoes that looked like they've been walked on and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, that looks suspicious. Yeah, some, um, yeah, some Air Max trainers with the, with the shoestrings tied really tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, you be walking, yo. Like, I know you do. And, um, but the fact that he thought he'd get away with it. 
And kudos to BWI, because honestly, I felt like they would have let that shit slide. <laughs> TSA, Top Yo. Security Agency, son. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the, the byline to the story is this gentleman was flying from the Dominican Republic to BWI. And um, months before, they caught someone else flying from the Dominican Republic to some other eastern uh, airport might have been in New Jersey, I'm not sure, or Pennsylvania, I'm not sure. That flight, same deal, wheelchair, cocaine in the cushions, 15 pounds. This flight, same deal, cocaine in the chair, in the cushions, 30 pounds. Listen, I think you pack too heavy. There is no way that a seat cushion should look like it's got 30 pounds worth of cocaine in it. No, no. that's not a good fit. And I, no. I believe it was a, a motorized wheelchair. So like the base of it, 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 it allowed them more room because those those cushions are a bit thicker, like a car seat cushion. And yeah, they um, figure you're going to be in that. But I mean, like 30 pounds, like you just you just fuck math, fuck, fuck how this look. You didn't get get away with it before. So we're going to double up. We got to try and make this through. So we're going <laughs> to stuff more in there. I think uh, Gertrude uh, stiffed us. Let's uh, let's uh, double the product, make our money back. <laughs> Sounds good, Chief. <laughs> let's get it in there. And the guy who was sitting on the chair was like thirty four dollars. I mean, thirty four years old and probably in decent shape. Nah, nah, he was a thirty four dollar dude, Dion. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I bet you, like I said, it, like he didn't look like he belonged in a chair, yo. And then he's out here in a motorized joint, got thirty pounds of cocaine in it. Probably was acting mad suspicious. Sweating. And, uh, sweating. He, he's probably fidgeting and moving his feet and shit. Like, and they was like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah wait like, a minute. Like, nothing looking right. Wait, wait. Yeah, they need to get an older lady or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, have her stop at like McDonald's or some shit. Like, just furthering that diabetes along. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they need to double down. But no, they probably got, you know, uh, a gladiator Spartan and shit. Yeah. yeah these. These is a bunch of young dudes sitting around like, you know how we're going to get this in the in the U.S.? Wheel, wheelchairs. Wheelchairs, dog. They don't check elderly, so let's put a young guy in it. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's, like, what? They don't check geriatrics. Let's make sure we put somebody in who's fast. Yeah. In case he needs to escape. Yeah, in case he needs to run. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, come on, man. Like, oh, I, man. Like, who? Like, especially with, like, everything with airlines, right? Like, mm-hmm. Who would even try? Like uh, people, I guess people all the time try and stuff. But I mean, like you really thought that was, you thought that was gonna fly? You that, thought that, that was, was gonna work? That was a good plan. That's what they thought. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they thought the thirty pounds in the wheel wheelchair cushion was a great plan. Yeah, they did. Good for them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> thinking outside the box, like you know, the yeah, team thinking outside like, the this, box. This, 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 this sounds like an icebreaker. Like this this was thought up at a at a at a department meeting and this was the icebreaker. Can you, you think know, of some creative ways to bring drugs into the US? And they were like, wheelchair cushions. You know, that's actually what I was thinking. I was like, you know, it'd be funny if you did bring that up as a, like an icebreaker, right? Like, you know, you go to this meeting and they're like, if you get a smell of drugs into the, <laughs> the United States, how would you do it? And just and just see, I feel like you'd really find who, who you need to hang out with, right? Like maybe like potentially. Mm-hmm. Like they let's say they come out with like a diabolical plot, like plot. It's like I fuck with him. I'm gonna have to get to know him. <laughs> the other person be like, I wouldn't do that. 
it's an icebreaker. It's a joke, but you seem lame. <laughs> exactly right. It's just or like, oh, you're not cool. Yeah, or continuation cool. from last week. Ill. Like, mm. <laughs> like oh, I thought you was gonna be fun, but you're not. I mean, I think if you're listening and you're and you're having a teaming event or a meeting of some sort, I think you pose the icebreaker question about like bringing illegal drugs into the United States. Like, how would you do it? I, I think you'll learn a lot about your coworkers and team members. I think so. I mean, like, honestly, I don't want to know. My, my plan would be dolphins, uh, smart dolphins. Yeah, like I feel pig- like mine like would pigeons, have to be something. Like, you know, pigeons, you clap for pigeons, but for dolphins, you just like smack the water and they can hear from 300, 400 miles away, nautical miles, smart I feel dolphins. Like- and this is just a hypothetical, of course. Okay, okay. I feel like I would do some sort of industrial solar-powered drone and just have it fly across. Okay. It's solar-powered, so as long as the weather stays good, the engine's good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be big enough uh, so that way it can get some altitude but stay lower than the radars, right? Mm-hmm. And worst-case scenario, if, if they catch it, throw the remote away. <laughs> just flip it over your shoulder like, what? Just, mm-hmm. What me? Uh, what me? Mm-hmm. I don't know what type of ranges, but I mean, like you probably get, you probably I mean, just get that's the longer, probably they could track you. The, the longer antenna, that's all. Just the longer antenna. Yes, yeah, but like listen. literally, look, look. Let's say even if you're like following it, like running running parallel, right? But mm-hmm. there's like a 200 yard, you know, like like maybe radius or something, right? You gotta get the the, the bigger beacon, right? And you just fly, driving next to it, but kind of going out. They stop you, just drop it in the water. Like what? Mm-hmm. I mean, like what? They tie gotta, rock, tie rock to it, drop it in the ocean. Yo, yeah. drop it in the ocean. Who'd you drop in the water? No, I don't know. What? Go find what water? It. What water? Listen, Good luck. They, can, they can send signals to a remote control vehicle on Mars. You can have a drone that'll fly drugs from the yeah. Dominican Republic to Florida. Yep. So literally, you just you get on one of those like international boats as a crewman and just be flying that shit from one side to the other, but you're 200 yards out, so you ain't got to worry about it. And then you literally just have it land somewhere but like on the you, beach or some shit. In case the drone falls out of the sky, though, you got the uh, smart dolphins to catch it in the ocean and finish yep. the delivery. Yeah. So, you know, laser, remember I was talking before, like with the movies where they have like people like picking up stuff? You got the drone fly to a part, right? Then mm-hmm. the dolphins pick it up. So now the drone, it's like, well, I dropped it off in the middle of the ocean. I don't know where the, the destination is supposed to be. And then the dolphin comes up. And the guys on the other side at the shoreline just smacking the water, sending vibrations mm-hmm. to the dolphins that only the dolphins yep. can hear. Come oh, here. Free my, Come free here. my brother from a, a, a sea world, bruh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is for him. This is why I do these shits in, the, in these in these waves. We, Not the streets, but the waves. Uh, we, we are drug traffickers in the mm-hmm. making. But don't that sound interesting though if you heard that in the meeting? You'd be like, all right, they're, they're thinking outside the box, but this is this is it. This is the question. This is yeah, the I don't want to get to know. Question. I want to get to know us. I'd be like, well, you talking about dolphins and drones? Like, what y'all speaking, doing this weekend? Speaking of dolphins and drones, I'm gonna give you the greatest title. I'm gonna get it wrong. Let me see if I can look it up. Uh entertain the audience by saying something that only Sir Nigel would say. Oh well, I don't know if you are you doing like a, a what the name of this movie would be. No, I'm. Oh, okay, well, the, I could do that. What's the name of the movie? Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, the plot line is uh, where drug smug- smugglers from the U.S. 
based off of a team meeting, we figured out that we can make some extra side money by smuggling drugs with dolphins and drones. Okay, what is that? Oh, no, I'm gonna try and find. Us. I got, I got, I got to do some quick, quick uh, marine biology lookup. Let's see. Um, let's see. Oh, no, that's be that's weird. I was gonna say something like the glory hole because of their their like spout thing that they breathe out of, but that that doesn't sound right. Um, let's see. Uh, we're droning by poor pit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we did it on purpose. There you go. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. We did it on purpose. Or let's see. All right. I know there's 35 uh, dolphin species. Um. Sidebar, sidebar. Uh, why, why are you thinking about that? If I told you that there was a television show called Ninja Robots, would you be interested? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Animated Ninja Robots. Sounds yeah. like the perfect dude show, right? It does. I'm about to blow your mind. This is on Amazon Prime. I kept seeing it and I was like, well, it's ninjas and robots. I have to watch this. Like, would I have to watch the ninja robots? Um, and I'm about to blow your mind. Are you ready for the theme song to Ninja Robots? Yeah, yeah, please. This is enlightening for everybody out there listening. Again, this is the theme song to Ninja Robots out there on Amazon Prime right now. write this or not because this song is awful this this First of all, this yeah. song is terrible but the ninja joe no ways to go like like bro that is some a two-year-old wrote this somebody somebody's kid wrote this joke and then they hired a, a grown man to, to sing it so i kept seeing this and i wanted to watch it like how bad could it be and then the theme song played and i was like no this is awful. Oh, yeah, this one of my moments. A... <laughs> I can't get through this. I got through like one minute of the actual show. Uh, the theme music, I just kept, I had that same look you had of bewilderment. Like, what is this? How can you yeah, have a premise? How can you have a premise of ninja robots, which is the most awesome thing that could have ever happened in the 80s and or 90s? And then this be the theme song. And thing is, too, I guess, is more so disappointing. And again, I haven't watched it, but 
what I've seen of the clip, and as you guys heard, it wasn't wasn't that long, but there was no robots in the clip. Like, no, there were. It was just fuzzy. But they were kind of there. They weren't really ninjaing. Ninjaing. I think they had a sword though. Joe pilots a megazord of sorts, and it's a ninja robot. Oh, so it was a me- see. I pictured like T one thousands with swords. Like that's what I want. No, these these are gigantic ninja robots because robots can only be oh, gigantic. Like mechas and shit. Yeah. Oh, nah. I mean, like, no. That 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 theme song. I'm hoping maybe maybe the translation got lost. <laughs> I'm hoping that like the Japanese version is more badass. Um, but yeah, no, that that was bad. That, that was, was like that, that was theme bad. song was like written by the dude who writes like commercials for Ollie's or fucking I don't know, uh Gabe's. I'm pretty sure you don't even know what Gabe's is, but Gabe's is like three stops down from Walmart. Like it it's same colors, but they don't sell shit. Uh, no, that was that was an abomination. Like that was, it felt like, yeah, when you're in school, right, mm-hmm. and you realize you got a paper due the next day. That's what that was. Like that was the last minute report turned in the night before. Like that that felt very like you can't tell me it took six months to make. Like mm-hmm. that was like the week of. Like hey, we actually got greenlit for this show for going live the theme song tomorrow i know my cousin has a band <laughs> and that's really, the energy that gave, that that comes off from that that was really just the guy on the synthesized keyboard like all right the ready-made beats he just played one looped it with another one and just wrote the song like you said six minutes went in the studio i bet you he came off feeling confident too like yeah i crushed it oh yeah i did that i did that or it was um an intern that was like, oh yeah, I make music all the time. Lied on their resume, mm-hmm. heavy, and then it was like, yeah, I got the file, and they didn't, they didn't play it for nobody because they were pressed for time, and they just uploaded it, and it was like, okay. And the guy who was editing it probably was like, what the fuck is this? And that's why he, he did his best, but they, they, it, that sh- that wasn't badass. So definitely wasn't a badass theme song. I've got something badass for you. Okay, uh, Route Ten in Pasadena, Maryland. An air traffic safety division clocked a Ford Mustang going 160 mile, 69 miles per hour. And my question Damn. is, why? Why the fuck would you go 160 mile, 69 miles per hour? She said she'd do that thing he always wanted. He was rushing home to get that thing? Something. So, yeah, whatever they, he was into, that's what she was offering. They didn't arrest dude, so you know it's still dumb. It's just one of those like so. No, it's, it's immensely dumb. It, I it, mean, like once you like, all you need to do is hit like a pothole at that speed, and you're losing control for the most. You time. you are eviscerated. You don't even die. You you don't exist at that. Mm-hmm. You just you're, you're gone. Every everything's gone. Everything's gone. Yeah, so, they pretty much clean up your car for the next two miles at that point. Gentle judgment or ain't shit. Uh. I'm gonna do ain't shit because he's jeopardizing other people. That's what I'm saying. Like 169 is crazy. 100 yeah, is, that, that is crazy. 100 is crazy. 169 is like unfathomable. Like I can't even yeah. think of what that speed feels like. I feel like you're you're crossing into ger- I mean territory where G force is hitting you and shit like that. Like the, you the skin seen, on your face is flapping back at yo, that speed. You ever seen those videos where like I guess like rally cars are driving these like back alley like roads like 
in like another country or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't watch those because my heart just is like, yo, you so close. <laughs> like the part I never understood is like, so it's people all along the track. Like just sometimes they're not even like partitioning out with rope. They're just yo, standing they're on the waiting, side of the road. Waiting to be hit, yo. But these cars are moving so fast. Like yeah. you can't even see shit. You just see them zoom past for a second. Yeah. That's it. But just you're waiting for the entire race to see all the cars zoom past. Yeah, like, no, that that's it, a, it's that, silly. That just shows you they have nothing else better to do. It's would you speed off in a minivan or would you speed off in a smart car? Running from the police, which one are you taking? The minivan or the smart car? The minivan has a a spoiler on the roof, though. Which one are you taking to escape the police? Minivan. Minivan? Did the spoiler win you over? No, but that is a bonus. Um, My initial thought was with a minivan, I have more ways to get out of the vehicle so I can kind of hit them with the okie doke. I can open the sliding door and then go out the back. Like They'd be like, he's coming out the side. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) Coming out the back. Don't let me have one on both sides of it either. I open up both. You don't know what side I'm coming out on until, mm-hmm. until I emerge, right? So um, I, I would think in my mind I would lose them. Let's say if i driving in some trees, I open up all the doors, and they're like, I don't know what direction he went. Mm-hmm. I would, Whereas I, if, I get, if, I, if I get in a smart car, I can only get out the driver, you know, like, bow. And it's like, oh, he probably went left. But the thing about the smart car, which is the one I would take, is like it'll be like a zany chase with the music, burr, 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 and I'll just be like <laughs> driving in between trash cans, yeah, no, and the police yeah. can't see me. If, if you want to go for the funnier story, then yes, that's yeah, I'm, it. I'm hiding behind dumpsters and stuff like that, and peeking around the corner, and then and killing like out doing and random like reverses and going in the back, like behind a, a trash yeah, can. Or I'm shit. driving under tractors and shit, like you know, trailers on trucks and shit like that, and the police can't catch me. Like I'm just yeah, I'm taking a smart car. Yeah, it's funny. And you, you'd be able to drive for a minute. You mm-hmm. know, I always wondered, like, you know, police chases. I'm like, I give them credit, man, because if somebody ever jumped in my car, I was like, yo, we're running from the police. I'm like, no, no we not, because I got like a quarter <laughs> tank, Brett. Like, I'm a tuck and roll and just like, it's yeah, I'm like, yo, I, I ain't got it. Like, so if we about to do this, we need to stop at the gas station and let me pump. Because if not, <laughs> we about to, we're not going to make it far, Brett. Like, I hope you plan, have a plan of escape in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> so much gas I got in my car, yo. Yeah. Yeah. But a smart car, at least it lasts. You probably, you, you get a good day. You probably outrun a lot of those police. Yeah. You probably only get up to like 65 on it. But look, look, it's the thrill of the chase. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, you make no, a sharp turn. Like smart cars are sm- so small, you can make a sharp turn in it and the tires don't even screech, screech or whatever. They just kind of skip. But I would be afraid though, because if they put the spike out, it's probably gonna hit your ass. I'm just gonna <laughs> true, true enough, true enough. <laughs> probably gonna scratch your butt. You know, you'd yeah. be like, ah, what, what was that? Yeah. Spikes. <laughs> and you got fucking like a Wolverine slashes on the bottom of your car. Like mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> that wanna be bad, huh? Uh. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, got another one for you. The San. This is a terrible word. The San Diguito union high school board unanimously voted to fire superintendent cheryl james ward who made the divisive remarks during a board training session on diversity quality and inclusion back in april michael allman a board trustee was citing data that showed that asian students are getting fewer d's 
in F grades than other ethnic or racial groups in the district. When he asked James Ward, do you know why Asian students do so well in school? James Ward, the district's first black superintendent responded, that is because these students are from rich families originating from China. First black hired, first black fired. I feel like there should be, once you hit a certain status, there should be like an introductory course on how to handle interview. <laughs> like part of the HR packet, right? Like it's like, hey, yeah, you know, these are 401k benefits and we're going to go ahead and sign you up for how not to lose your job. Why would I need to do that? You'd be surprised. Um, so certain things, when people ask you of race, don't answer it. You don't have mm -hmm. to answer. Mm -hmm. what, what would you rate it as? Gentle or ain't shit? Oh. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, because hmm. ain't, he ain't shit. It's, it's a woman. It's a woman. Uh, Cheryl oh, James she Ward. Shit. She ain't shit. She ain't shit. She ain't shit. That's an ain't shit drink. I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like it's a 50-50, but I guess I'm leaning more to the ancient just because I feel like, like if somebody asks you a question, especially nowadays, right? Like, it's not like being canceled is a new thing, right? Like, this shit's been around for a minute. So somebody's like, hey, Nigel, and I'm at work. What do you think about why you think Asians are better? Um, I don't see color. <laughs> and if you have any reports, I'd love for you to break it down by associate and not by race. Who are you? And I would just leave. Like that's mm -hmm. how I would approach that situation. It wouldn't be because they come from rich families and they're from China. Like I'm, what? All of them? Like do you have that number? Like are you positive? Like if she could have been like, yeah, look, all of our students literally came off the boat and came to class. Like then okay, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I I would say I would I would rate this gentle judgment um, simply because she. The training wasn't it. The training you mentioned. Yeah, I guess you're uh, right. The so, media training wasn't it. It's not even media. It's just like, you can't say that. You can think that. Think whatever you want, but you can't say that out loud. That's why uh, I was like, it's, it's, I feel like it's ha like, so gentle judgment for her uh, ain't shit for the job not offering the training. <laughs> <laughs> because like, look, if I know if I had a company and we're, we're talking to any media at any point, that's why most companies are like, yeah, don't ever talk to the media. Refer them to our media department, right? Like, mm -hmm. because they know motherfuckers don't know what to say. Like, even with the news. Hey, Jimbo, what happened today? Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> like, that's some bitch right know. there. <laughs> that's some bitch right there. He came, he came. It's like, I remember like. He's doing 169 miles per hour, that motherfucker. Yo, 169 yeah. miles per hour and hit a speed bump and, and became an astronaut. Like, well, what? Like, who is this guy? Nah, like yeah, no. Nah, you, you, if you are ever in front of a uh, like a, a part of a job, like you're a coach or you know you're like a CEO of a big company, mm -hmm. yeah, and you have any camera or any type of recording devices in the room with you, I would just dance around. Hit the political I mean, answer. Yeah, you, exactly. You got to go political with it. You just start saying yeah. shit that has nothing to do with it. Jesus wept, uh, <laughs> and thus. We Terrorism. all can <laughs> overcome. It Yo. is a shame what's happening in these communities. And you got to hit the joint where it's like, you know, that is a great question. And students we do have. And we have students of all different colors. And all of them have different grading scales that we try to administer because we are a great academic institution. Um, next. <laughs> like, what? 
You didn't answer the fucking question. <laughs> right. Like, but like, did, did you hear about our free lunch program? Hmm? Yes. Hmm? You want to talk about that? The initiatives I plan to roll out next year for the better physical quarter. What? What? I asked you about race. Well, how are you talking about? Just, just hit him with it. Hit him with the the great Martin Luther King once said, "Yo, we shall overcome someday." Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey. And y'all sleeping on me, but that's because I have a dream. <laughs> just, I'm everything, sorry. What? everything, but the question. That, that's yeah, that's no, that's the best. Like advice. Lily, start going on time. I mean, even if, like, I feel like she'd have been better I off just, even just saying like. <laughs> You know, I do love Chinese food. Like, <laughs> just, just really like a hard right tangent. Like, I didn't, I didn't ask you any of that shit. Like, <laughs> I feel like I figured it out. We should have offered the service, and to help her warm up to us, the icebreaker would have been, yeah. How do you transport drugs? And then she probably she, like, she would have gotten you, creative. She would have creative yeah. thinking well, would have been in play. Listen. I don't know because her first reaction would have been, "You just hire some Mexicans." Whoa, bitch! Um, you failed. No, push, uh, push. No, we like push, push deeper. <laughs> Think more. We want to yeah. win a full scale plan. Think of it as an organization with different yeah, you pieces and parts. Like, like teacher, go, mm-hmm. go on, elaborate, elaborate, elaborate go, more. Keep, keep more, keep going. Why a Mexican? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, just, just... My always favorite. My always favorite when teachers just be like, "Not, not quite." <laughs> bitch, I ain't wrong. <laughs> Like, you ain't gonna try to embarrass me out this jump. You gotta say not quite. <laughs> the 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 nice way of being like, nah, that you wrong and dumb. You wrong you and dumb. dumb. You is dumb. That's funny. You know, somewhere somebody that read this story and, and they know Cheryl and they were like, oh, raggedy, mm, messed up that good government job because she was the superintendent of the school district. That's funny. like she was everybody's boss, and she just had to say. Because they came from yeah. China and they rich, you know. But that's when, like, <laughs> I just imagine like a butler is reading it to a Chinese, you know, <laughs> like a a parent of a student, and it's mm-hmm. like she said, "What? <laughs> How dare she?" Or, or they were like, you know, she's right, but we don't want her knowing. Get yeah, rid of exactly. her. Get rid of her. Like a, a cash factory running behind them and shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they know about us. <laughs> Living in a fucking mountain with their faces carved on the side and some shit like that, like like a helicopter lands, like we're ready to take you to the store. Like I'm okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. Rich, rich Chinese people live in mountains. You didn't know? Yeah. Fuck. Headline reads: Man who refused to say if he was pregnant turned away from blood donation clinic. A Scottish man who has given blood for damn near fifty years was turned away recently because he refused to tell the healthcare professionals if he was pregnant or not. He's quoted as saying, I pointed out to the staff that it was impossible for me to be in that position, but I was told I would need to answer. Otherwise, I couldn't give blood. His name was Sinclair, and he said, recalling the event as he spoke to the Daily Mail. I told him that was stupid, and then if I had to leave, I wouldn't be back. And that was it. I got on my bike and cycled away. So a blood donation Yo. clinic turned away a man who had been given blood for 50 years and he left on his bike all because he wouldn't check the box to say he was pregnant or not. What do you rate this, sir? I mean, I'm going to do ain't shit because now like somebody in that community is going to die because he didn't donate blood because he didn't he didn't check off if he was pregnant or not. 
That's dumb. And then he biked there. Like this man went out of the way. Like mm-hmm, most people mm-hmm. don't even donate blood. This motherfucker was like, you know what? It seems like a nice day today. I'm gonna go bike, donate blood. I'm gonna be lightheaded, but I'm gonna still bike home, mm-hmm, risk mm-hmm. my life. And y'all gonna come out here and be like, "Are you pregnant, sir?" I'm what? <laughs> it's impossible what? for me to pregnant. I need you to check the box and say you're not. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna dignify that action because I can't get pregnant because I am a man. And that's my viewpoint. <laughs> that's pretty much what he said, too. That's uh, what the that buddy said. Sense. Like, I'm I'm a dude, don't get pregnant. I wasn't pregnant last time I came here to get blood. Neither was this question. This question wasn't here. Yeah, that's a that's so a now. very dumb policy that they've now executed or implementing at their institution. I mean, or- Keep keep it real. The dude who worked there could have just checked the box. Like, nope. All right, sir, you can go in the back now. You know he's not pregnant. Yeah, it it, it, it was just stale warts, just staring at each other, like Nick Cage and uh, John Travolta on the cover of Face Off. Like, you know what I mean? Just just grilling each other down. Like, I'm not moving any further. <laughs> that Diddy and that blonde hair guy, like just kind of looking back at each other, like. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not gonna check the fucking box. Well, we can't take you unless you do. Right, fuck it, I'll leave. Like I, his like, blood whatever. must have been like he must have pissy blood because they just like it, to turn away somebody over a checkbox. His, his blood must be like shitty. Yo, can you imagine that? Like you got the CRM right, and it's like a Salesforce type of thing, and like he like checks in and like it pops up. And it's like F mark. <laughs> Oh, it's that bullshit blood. It's that bullshit deep blood. Like, mm. oh, mm. Mm. your white cell count is low, bruh. Like, I don't yeah. know if we want this shit no we more. We can't do nothing with this shit. This shit is like, this ain't blood. Like, it's like food your shit color. Away. I don't feel like I haven't even <laughs> they even clean up the product and shit. Like, you know those, you know those waste the post. The they just take it off the hanging rack and just throw it away as soon as he turns around. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we don't need this shit. I just waste time. I got to clean all the equipment and shit. Yeah, no, you can leave. Well, and he's been interested in centrifuge. <laughs> Your blood stink. I don't, I don't even want nothing to do with it. You old stinky blood McGee and shit. That's why they didn't give a fuck. They was just like, yeah. we don't need this shit. This shit ain't helping nobody. Your blood yeah, is nobody. old. <laughs> like, yeah. If you've been donating blood for 50 years, he's at least 70. Right, yeah, they like be, your they blood be is sand old. and shit, just, just sand coming right out of his veins. Like, nigga, oh, we bro. can't, we can't find this nigga veins. We yeah, just his, negative blood cells and shit. Nigga, we got to use uh, UV lights to find where the fuck an actual vein that blood still pumps through in this nigga. Yo, I had this one time I tried to give blood, and this this nurse stabbed me like ten times, and it was just kind of hit the like oopsie. <laughs> I was like. Yo, you still ain't find the vein. Like, bro, I don't need to do this. Like, why are you hurting me? Like, you're supposed to be a nurse. Back in the day, I worked at a hospital on my freshman year of college. And you had to get blood work done. And the first time I went to get blood work, the nurse for blood for bottomless or whatever the fuck, she knocked me out because she couldn't find the vein and she pushed air in. Knock me unconscious. Like they had to hit me with smelling soul. Shit. But you know what? They weren't done. They were like, oh, we'll just get someone else. So after they knocked me unconscious, they brought somebody else in. And this was, you know, in the forum or whatever that she was looking. Just I was unconscious. 
with with a with a needle on my arm. Like I was doing heroin or some shit like that. Yo, not a good look. <laughs> but then they brought some other girl in and she found the vein in my knuckle, which was also like some heroin shit. Like, yo. Yeah, that bitch has a story. <laughs> like the fact that oh. she was like, Oh, I can't see in your arm. Give me your hand real quick. I got it. Like that's either she got a backstory or she's really good at school, like one or the other. But either way, why would she send in first? She set the she set the left the level to difficulty expert. Yo, you know what I'm saying? She's yeah. just like, turn this bitch up. I got something for y'all. Watch this, everybody. Yeah, watch this. The I'm knuckles. Flex. The knuckle. I hate that bitch, Susan. Let me let me flex on this bitch. <laughs> you couldn't find a vein? Well, I found one in his fucking knuckle. Like, damn, bitch. You like the doctor over probably like, mm, good job, good job. Could I knew you had it in you. I know you had it in you. Yeah, her name was like Khadija or some shit like that. It was just good job, Khadija. Whatever you're doing with your life good, right now. Good job, Khadija. Susan, you some shit. <laughs> I didn't throw. My, hopefully, they didn't throw my blood away like they did this old Scottish <laughs> man. Old stinky blood, <laughs> Like yo, now after that, they better kept it. Just just off of, we need to make sure he don't come back and sue. Us. I'm 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 just glad this was many many years ago because if it was like now, the motherfuckers would have put me on uh, Snapchat or some shit like that. Watch me lock, lock this nigga out, yo. Yo, and then they would have done the Dougie <laughs> and I got a filter, some shit. And I got yeah. a filter on my face. <laughs> you a filter on your face. Maybe doing some dance challenge behind you or some shit. Yeah, they did. They they even out there waking up from being unconscious and then be trending. Like, hey, dog, I see you on TikTok. You like, what, what happened? Knock me. And I still finished my shift that day. That's some bullshit. Oh, see, that's, that's a good work right there. And it was minimum wage. That was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Isn't it funny uh, how when you're young like that, though, you do shit like that? Like, I remember one time my car got stolen. Call my manager and said, like, hey, it got stolen. He said, you can, can you get to a metro? I think I might have shared the story with you. Rode the metro to work and then had to ask someone to drive me home. Now, let that happen today. Let like a bird shit on my car today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't come in. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I am traumatized. Uh, like, it happened right in front of me. I was just standing there and it. Pop down. I felt like my life was threatened by this projectile ascending from heaven, and I felt my life flash before my eyes because nature. I never saw it coming. I never saw it coming. I never saw it. I never saw it coming. The 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 tap back even hit my shirt. Um, I don't know what my favorite shirt that I got when I was a child. It brought up uh, regressed memories of uh, neglect and anxiety that I now deal with because I have bills. That last part hurt. I felt that. Yeah, me too. Because I now have bills. Yeah, same. Another one for you. Vince McMahon. He has stepped down as the WWE CEO. Oh, okay. And handed off that role. Okay. He's handed off that role to his daughter. After it's been alleged that he secretly paid off his side piece, three million in hush money from the WWE coffers. Mm. Any shit or gentle judgment? I'm gonna go gentle. Okay. Okay. That seems like some white people shit. Um, <laughs> hey, I got this good business. I've been CEO for a minute. I'm pretty much get to do whatever I want. I'm I'm having fun. I get to wrestle people, whatever. Oh, side piece. Yeah, I can pay you. Not my money though. <laughs> Not out of my pocket. Uh-uh. Out of my pocket. That's why I am CEO. I run this place. The next day, did you uh, take some? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need you to step down. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I'll give it to my daughter. Hey, honey bunch, don't talk to me. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, apparently he, but he still like when once this was announced and this this decision was made, 
He was on Monday Night Raw that following Monday, being oh, Vince McMahon. No, he's not like, going nowhere. The product is he's still the product. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, this woman worked for WWE in different capacities, and not only did Vince like you know have an affair with her and paid her off, he also passed her off to his homeboy, who was also an official within WWE. Like, and oh, she was down for the homie. She was trying to get. She was trying to come. I up. don't know if the payoff was you know his decision or her requiring it because of what was going on, but it hasn't. I don't know if it was like it was in her. The recent you know, year. I know it was her. Was three that? million? That's low. Like that is a low number for shush money. Okay, but if it happened in the scheme over of things, like you think about, yeah, but you think about WWE, right? Like mm-hmm. WWE, even though like I don't watch wrestling, it makes money. Like there's a lot of money in WWE. Like that's just been around for 20, 30 years, right? Like they gotta be having some sort of income. There's still the you know, the 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 belts, uh, you know, like there's fucking pay-per-view. Like, I mean, there's a money, there's a cash cow there, right? Mm-hmm. And your thought, and this is like a multi-million dollar company, and all you ask is three million dollars. I, I think I don't know if it was like a single payout. I'm sure it wasn't because that's immediately seen, because you know. There's a board. There's a board of directors. Yeah. And they, they see how the money's going. So he was hiding it from them. So I imagine it was just over and over the duration of time. But uh, that's why I can only think that it was her because I feel like if I'm trying to give like a girl or woman shush money, then I'd be like, yeah, man, I'll give you like a hundred dollars a day, hundred dollars tomorrow. Well, she's probably if that's the case, she's probably expecting more, but they got caught up. So yeah, like maybe. somebody somebody read the paperwork and was like, wait a goddamn minute, what is this uh extra spending going to superfluous female activities? What the fuck is that? And yeah, you uh, know what you know what it probably was? They probably was had that, a board meeting and it was like, How would you smuggle drugs? And he's like, Well, I'd pay off the officials to keep things like, quiet. <laughs> I feel like they didn't have these discussions at their board meetings, thus Vince McMahon. Because you gotta be creative, Vince. You can't just be going yeah. like no. I'm going to use the WWE money. Like if you do, you've got to figure out a way where that it's a it's going to a charity or a, what is a 501c organization or something like that that doesn't exist. That's actually your business that you're paying it out to. Like it's got to be levels to it. And he wasn't creative. He was just like, I'd hire a Mexican. That's what he did. He hired a yep. Mexican. And you're like, that seems fishy. Call, yeah. call, call accounting. <laughs> <laughs> call so Cheryl I need accounting. To, I need, I need, yeah, Cheryl, I need you to run the books. See if we're missing any money. Yeah, well, there dude. does seem to be the $3 million discrepancy, that motherfucker. Yeah, they, Cheryl ran another pivot table in Excel and found out that it was three hidden because it was just in white text. You know what I mean? Like, record, was, like red squeaky lines on the stuff. And it's like, mm, hmm. last <laughs> edited by Vince McMahon two days ago. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Wonder what this is. Let's ask Vince. So, <laughs> what is it? Uh, what is it? What do you do? Like, uh, go back to the last edit. <laughs> hmm, there's three million new now. What? That's funny. That's what it is, though. That's what it is. All right. Sheriff says there's a. Con- I'm sorry. Headline reads: Two months after New Jersey legalized recreational marijuana. Hunterdon County Sheriff says there is a concern in law enforcement, in the law enforcement community, about the use of marijuana by law enforcement officers. Weed becomes legal. Sheriff is worried that officers smoke weed. Yeah. yeah. Judgment. yeah. I'm going to go with yeah. this one. I mean, like, 
Yeah, I mean, like, but that it's it's legal. So I mean, it's not against the law. You can do whatever I mean, you want. It's 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 what it is. It's drugs. People use drugs. Cops. Yeah, use I drugs. mean, like even even people when it wasn't legal. You, yeah, you they, think they, all they the were smoking anyway. But yeah, I know I know like several government officials who work for like DOD who be getting loosey goosey. Like they just got you know you can't do it all the time because you know they have random drug tests. But like I know people get be getting slammed, sauced. So my thing is, does this sheriff not realize that um, people don't always do things the right way, whether they're cops or not? They just oh, yeah. people, people on people. So I, there's a I good feel chance like he just had to voice it just so he looks good. Uh, there's, there's a good chance that some of his officers also beat their wives, don't pay Probably. child support, run red lights. We're talking about the ganja, uh, steel, lie, the Mary it, Jane. It, you know, like it's it's just it, they're just a reflection of society, except they're white men, so it's exacerbated to be worse uh, when when in fact you ignore what's really going on. Then grow up and do some meth like a man. Well, that's what he should really be worrying about. Once they make meth legal, Even then he's like gonna have a real problem. Yeah, Washington State is a is a travesty. That's 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 gonna be where Mad Max happens. <laughs> like that's that's where that's gonna jump off. It's gonna be Mad Max. Uh, they're not gonna be driving cars because gas is too expensive. They're gonna be in uh, like with those little scooters and you know like the like the kick the kick joints that you rent uh, when, you, mm-hmm. when you're in tour cities and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have one of those. Um, the guy with the guitar could still be, I guess, on the front of a bike sitting in the basket. Um, but uh, yeah, that's going to be the Mad Max in uh, uh, Washington, uh, high on meth and, uh, and, and all the other good stuff. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Like, yeah, is water wet? <clears throat> Your employees use drugs. The end. What are you going to do about yeah. it? Lock them up. Take away their policing power. And again, if you signed up for how to do an interview, you would have been able to twist this better. Uh, uh, examples of how not to do an interview is talk about this because uh, this is a waste of everyone's time <laughs> who showed up to this press conference. This would be the video that we put in. Here's an example of what not to say. Mm-hmm. This is the first. Less extreme than maybe they, they come from rich China families, <laughs> but still a bad example. Oh, yes. Uh, we're just going to be coming uh, legal and I'm worried that my, my uh, employees are going to be using it. Why, why are we here? <laughs> who, who called me here? <laughs> Why am I instead, covering this? Instead, he should say, yeah, weed is going to be legal, and we're going to make sure babies have a better life. Something. Weed's going to be Works. legal. Um, you know, this is going to help uh, lower the statistical crime rates because now there's one last thing off of it. We can focus on more severe crime happening in the community and make sure everyone's safe and your taxpayer dollars are going to good use. Have you seen the new dog park? <laughs> we have a dog park. Go check out yeah. the dog park, everybody. Mm-hmm. These were not like DC, but they got fucking the alligators coming out of Anacostia, right? That's, what he said. That's exactly what he should have said. Like, these are not DC. Safer than them, Bamas. Weed's fine. Anacostia's got alligators. <laughs> Go-go rocks, drops the mic, walks away. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, like a random nonsense. Headline reads, man unhappy with haircut, allegedly, shoots Kansas City barber, 
Shit. Gentle judgment or ain't shit? Um, gentle judgment because I didn't see the cut. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How bad was the cut? And then I can process my thoughts accordingly. Because he might just be an ugly dude and didn't realize it. Maybe that's how the cut it is, where it's like, ugh, why I look like here's that? A, here's the thing. What you look like. <laughs> here's the thing. You got the cut on like Monday, left, came back upset on Tuesday. The dude wasn't there. He shot a different barber. Oh, yeah. No, he got he got carried. That's what happened. And then he's in his feelings. He probably showed up to a date and she said, ew. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, I'm killing somebody. Like somebody got to die because she hurt my feelings. And, you know, as most men, we don't know how to express them. So he decided to go on a killing spree. And violence. So, violence. Yeah, so and violence is my time, course of action. At the time that this, this article was published, he was not arrested. He got away with it, too. Hmm. But like you said, he probably showed up to his date at Applebee's. Um, Applebee's, yeah. Had his t- had his T-shirt tucked in and his black mm-hmm. Air Force Ones on. Mm-hmm. White socks, because you've got to wear the white socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and shorts. Denim. Two, denim shorts. Two, two. Like, mm-hmm. covering your shin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Denim. Um, his date hit him with the eel. Mm-hmm. He didn't recognize it at first, because he was enjoying his uh, double crunch fried wings as appetizers mm-hmm. and his wontons. Um, his date had the alcohol slushy shit just to get through the night. Uh, she didn't want to see him again. And then he realized it was his haircut and not his fit that turned her off. He decided to go back to have a conversation. He had witnessed. He went to one of our um, remote training sessions on how to have a conversation, but he wasn't paying attention. So no, he, he didn't take notes. Yeah, he, he wasted he, the, 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 the whole weekend. Yeah, he was busy looking for fresh new fits off of, I don't, I don't know, Stuzzy or whatever, Stussy. And um, so he didn't get the whole program. He didn't get the whole how you handle this. And he, he, was, he was rash to judgment and shot another barber. I'm going to add one more element to that. So mm-hmm. she goes to use the bathroom. And then she has her phone up because she, she's not skanky, but she, you know, she didn't think nobody was going to hit her. And it was like, his hair looked like that? And that's what he saw in the text message. It was like, oh, <laughs> the text came across the screen, like the, the, yeah. the lock screen. His hair looked yeah, like came what? across the lock screen, like why his hair look like that? And it was just like, damn. She took a picture and Slim ain't even know. He was too yep. busy licking his fingers from those wings and shit, and he ain't even know. Damn, crushed. Yep. And then he was like, oh, because it was something that made him think about the hair. It had to be something like it was like, ew, what? Why does his hair look like that? I'm gonna get her. And then instead of him dealing with what was in front of her, he's like, I'm going to take out the barber. Because he, he respects there. women. He respects yeah. women, so yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. want to do anything to her. Nah, nah, you know, and then he got away with it. So it just reinforced that behavior. <laughs> what was your worst haircut? Have you ever had like a straight up bowl or chicken pick or anything in your, in your days? You remember this uh, when we went to Florida and I tried to have the comb over and it wasn't combed. Over. And I had like the high top curly fade. Remember that, Jake? That yeah, was, I was Universal. Universal. Yo, Studios. Yeah, I was trying to have the comb over, like looking like my Latino brothers, <laughs> brethren, did not lay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have like maybe one or two good pictures with it, but for the most part, it did not come out how I wanted to. And I don't think I ever went back to that style, given it was also on me because I, I usually have my hair out. So doing that drastic type of cut, you got to train it. Um, but the guy who also cut it didn't really do a great job with it. It wasn't my normal barber, uh, but it was like one of those like, cause my barber usually like has a month booked out. 
and company meeting. Of course, I waited till the last minute, be like, yo, I should look fresh for this drink. And I had to get it one of the other barbers. And even when I showed up, I was like, yo, you was booked. Like I, I came in there like I was straight cheating on him in his face. Like, you were booked, bro. dog. And he's like, man, you should have called me. I was like, I ain't got your number. <laughs> like, <laughs> you ain't got mine either. So if I called, you probably wouldn't have you wouldn't it. answered it. Just would have sent yeah, me a voicemail. Yeah. So, so then it's like uh I got this joint. I, I didn't like it, but it was pretty much a high top fade, which was supposed to be the come over. Um that didn't that didn't stick i tried it it just didn't it didn't lay and like the guy didn't even try to like train it either while we were in the shop like when i left i was like i don't like this jump like when i was in the seat i was like Man, i might just cut it all the way off when it but then i i didn't <laughs> i think the worst probably somewhere in middle school when my hairline was like smooth like butter or some shit like that like it was just like yeah. spread across my forehead and wasn't actually sharp yeah. um but i know this is one barber as an adult that you would go to you would sit in his chair and you would see, you know, the mirrors everywhere. You would sit and you would see it like, oh shit, I'm tight. But the moment you brushed your hair, everything about the haircut was gone. It was like magic. I don't care what style he cut. It happened to other people as well. The moment you brushed your hair, the magic you saw in that chair disappeared time and time again. It was like, how can you do that? Like, now you got to try to figure out how to Lego brick your shit so that you, you look tight and, and, and straight and clean again, but it's gone. It, it, yeah. I, I don't know how he did it, but every single you brush your hair, gone. Yo, I used to have this thing, and I, I don't do it as much anymore, but I used to have it like, like my hair was like, like shorter and more condensed curls, right? I would try to have it where my curls were even, right? Like, so perfectly. Like, so I'd have the line, curl line. You know, like shit was perfect in place. I swear, like every time I'd go out, someone had to touch my hair. Ooh. And I'd be like, bruh, you ruined the magic. And mm. I'll give it. I sweat. It probably didn't look like how I thought it looked, but in my mind, it was still pristine. Like, do you like it was lined? It was cool. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Like I, I cut it like you know, perfectly. And it was just like, oh, you look good. Mm, I'm, I'm <laughs> about to hit you. Like. Another if barber. I did that to your shit, you'd be mad. Like, you know what I'm saying? But whatever. I just jiggle their titties. Like, did you jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. That is the course of action from now on. So when I when I do the show from jail, <laughs> hopefully we'll gain another grouping of audience. <laughs> yep. Correctional facilities. You're out there listening. Uh-huh. We appreciate you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had another barber. Really, 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 really good. This was, this was my barber before I started cutting my hair myself, like this is the last barber's chair I've, I've ever sat in. And I used to work retail at a store that rhymes with uh, Nook Fokker and sold sneakers mm. behind the counter and stuff mm. like that. And get my hair cut, go to work. White people would ask, how do you get that? What are you, what are you talking about? Your hair, how does it do that? And it was because the lime was so crisp and sharp. And my hair used to be so dark and black when I wore my Caesar. It was one with the grain. It was just like the, the most perfect look a player could have. And white people tried to touch it all the time when I was at work. Yeah. I never get that. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to touch your hair. Like, I, I don't care. I mean, like, but my lines used to be nice. Like, but I mean, nowadays, I, you know, I'm looking crazy. My, my hairline my has clean. My my uh my hairline has like invisible doors and shit like that. Like it my hairline is different. I'll just say that. Different. But I make the best out of it. 
Oh, yeah, same. Last one for you, sir. Last one. And these these stories are fairly local and happened fairly recently. Um, and I'm disappointed. Two recent fairly local stories of women stealing out of stores where they would just walk in, load up a cart, and walk out. One stole a bunch of shit out of JCPenney, and another group of women stole some tequila from a liquor store. And there are surveillance images of all the culprits doing all the things. Here's the thing. We're not necessarily in a pandemic, but there's an excuse to wear a mask. None of these women wore masks. No, oh, that's stupid. You're going to go into a store and steal shit and just be like all raw dog and they're like anything cool. If you're wearing yeah, a mask right now, nobody's looking at you like you're crazy. Now I got pictures overhead and front front of you with just your whole face just stealing shit because your dumb ass didn't decide to put on a fucking mask to go rob the place. They probably had to bail their boyfriend out from the TSA, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, yo, we need this money ASAP. Ain't got time to go back to the house to get masks. Daryl is out here getting locked up in the wheelchair. <laughs> I need to, I need bail money ASAP. I need criminals to be a little bit more sad. Like it's built in. Wearing a mask is built in to life right just put on a mask and go Yo, through you literally could even do like the most so you can have a mask put a fucking bandana over top of that mask and like for real you could wear like a hat like you know like a marvel movie you know like like the, the hat over top of the you know the hoodie you could do everything incognito sunglasses you could do nobody's gonna look nobody at you like would crazy. even know like you could literally like as a female you go like a dude like i mean nobody would know put on a fucking mask I do not aid in the bed criminal activity. However, I am so disappointed that people are just this brazenly dumb. No, no, definitely are. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I mean, I really feel like of all things out there, like, I mean, you should be at least trying. I mean, like, all right, I'm going I'm to rob a place. Mm -hmm. What are some things I should probably be aware of? <laughs> They're going to have cameras. Hmm. Yes. I wish there was a way for me to be able to wear a face cover of some sort mm -hmm. <laughs> too bad there's not any reason to do that <laughs> they, they could probably double park right in front of the place exactly too, so get their license plate and all that other shit exactly they could have stole a mask out of another store and then go rob the joint they no. have a mask so dumb people just don't be smart but yeah. if they'd have taken our workshop in class we probably could have helped them with this one too yeah this, this lesson would have been real. This chapter three, wear a mask, you dumbass. That, that just Yo, wear a mask, dumbass. That's and even when they ask them, what are you doing? Like, uh, I haven't left the mall yet, so technically I'm not stealing. <laughs> I'm still perusing. I haven't decided on my purchase. Like, why are you profiling? Now you flipped it. It's called flip the script. Class number three. <laughs> mm. One girl stole from JCPenney, though, and I have questions about, like, what are you doing with your life? There is yeah, nothing in JCPenney. Like maybe jewelry, but I know they didn't get, I mean, because they weren't just going to let them put it in the cart. So you get, you're taking a towel, lane, uh, you a, get, a Tommy taking, Hilfiger. Not even Tommy Hilfiger. Okay. No, no. You're getting lands in, nigga. You're getting motherfucking okay. no name, St. John's Bay's polo. Like you're not getting nothing yeah. worth anything on the street. Maybe, maybe a uh, like a cartoon t-shirt. <laughs> maybe you, like 
Leonardo or maybe Le- Leonardo is going to be a non-name joint, uh, maybe. You you steal from J.C. The resale market is only as big as like Pasadena, Maryland. Like there's nothing right. you right. can't sell that shit. No, you can't even sell that shit. The nigga straight straight off the boat. They're gonna be like, where you get this from? J.C. Penny? Nah, man. Nah, Vato. Mm-hmm. Nah. I can't. I can't. <laughs> The dude with the the dude with the Marlboro car won't even buy shit from JC Penny. Yo, I've been looking for him too. He ain't been there lately. I'm like, mm, where you at, bro? Where happened to your car? Probably they cease did. and desist. Then somebody <laughs> drove by, like, no, the fuck they didn't. <laughs> We're towing uh, your shit. Have you ever stolen from a store? Oh yeah. Did you steal for yourself or steal to like sell it? Oh, I never, never stole to steal. I feel like if I steal to steal it, mm-hmm. I justify my mind. I'm not as bad of a guy as if I was to steal it and resell it. Cause I'm not reselling. I'm just, it's for me. Mm-hmm. And I stole them for other people. I stole them for myself. Um, but never to resell. I had a friend back in the day, early adult years, she had an aunt and her aunt was a booster that would travel up and down the Northeast to steal. And then when the friend moved down here, the aunt would come here to steal as well. And when I saw like how she did it, I was amazed at like the tricks the boosters would use to make it look like they were shopping and they had merchandise when they were in fact just stuffing the bag. It was amazing. Like I wasn't with them on on any thefts or whatever, but they would explain to me how it works. And I was just like, that is brilliant. They can be consultants for our course. Yeah. Because honestly, like a lot of times, I mean, like you think about like retail, right? And both of us have worked there. Like security is not really like hip mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. you're just blatant. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you're like legit, like doing the like course of action, like you're actually going to buy something, like they don't really, it's only when you start getting suspicious, like looking over your shoulder, you know, kind of acting creepy, trying to be like in the corner, moving like, your nah. feet when you're in the wheelchair. Like, that yo, kind of shit. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you got to be like brash. You almost got to be in the middle of the floor and just shove something down your pants. Like, more than likely, no one's going to stop you. But the second you try to like walk in the bathroom with like a cart full of shit, yeah, uh, they doing something back there. But if you literally like put on a shirt, and like you know, walk around in it, like see how it fits, and then just keep walking off with it. Like you probably can get away with it. You can see the other sleeves from all the yeah, other like, shirts you put on. Shit. It's just uh, whatever. I'm out. You can't tell me uh, Bessie at the door at the Walmart or wherever is checking that shit thoroughly. And, and like, make make sure you tell them have a good day as you're leaving. Have a great day, everybody. Yeah, look them right in the eye. You need to see my receipt? No. Good. Uh, I do that just 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 to keep it consistent. I need you to see my face so that way if I do come back and steal something, you know I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, you're like, no, you need my receipt. That guy's nope. great. He's, He's so good. Friendly. I see him here all the time. Yeah, yeah stealing. <laughs> exactly. It's our top customer. He even put our receipt on his flagpole. Yo, big ugly mug on the on the wall. Uh, customer of the month. Exactly. With like a fucking exactly. broom sticking out the back of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just a hunch. From the yeah. shovel, you put a shovel in your sweatpants and you're yeah. like walking out. Remember your hunch? I can't believe you're talking about my characteristics like that. I'm offended. Where's your manager? <laughs> out to the car. <laughs> exactly. But you parked, double parked in front of the yeah, store. Yeah, so Because, you know, I'm selfish and I don't give a fuck about nobody else but me. Trying to escape. Fuck the fire. 
Yeah, I got to leave. I need to be out. First one out, first one in. Gotcha, sir. Gotcha, sir. Well, sir, Nigel, I don't I don't have anything else to deliver with this episode here. How, how say you? No, nah, neither. All right. Well, with this being the end of the show, this is the beginning of me thanking you yet again for joining us in judgment. Remember, you can be a part of the show by email or phone at email addresses. Don't judge pot at gmail.com. Our phone number is 410-834-1562. And Sir Nigel has the WhatsApp under Don't Judge Me Podcast. In closing, I'd just like to say, enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life. Just as long as you don't judge me, we're judging you. I'll leave you guys Instagram and Twitter at Don't Judge Pod. Send a comment, send some photos, and make whatever. Just send us something. Love and appreciate it all. Um, that's all I got. So I will see you guys next week. Peace out, Slam. Don't judge me.